To the stripped down know nothing podcast focusing on the bare naked ladies that's right whether they follow the pack or buck the trends from half a heart to this is where it ends we're it's all been done the podcast he's gonna regret what he's done it's my co-host evan he's like a pizza and i want another slice it's my co-host saker <laughs> the crowd goes <laughs> wild isn't uh He's like a pizza and I want, want another slice. Isn't that from Love? Oh, that's from Love and Life. Yeah. Oh, I think I did the one from One Night. Because my <laughs> Love and Life one is he's like a pizza and I want another slice. It's like, oh, it's Devin. What am I going to do? Uh, I, fucked, I fucked up. I did them in the wrong order. Well, well this know, is a horrible okay. start. We're out of practice. You know, I think our, I think our <laughs> listener will forgive us. Do they, will they? I don't know if they will. If this you forgive a- us, listener, hashtag <laughs> forgive and forget. Uh-huh. And if you don't, hashtag you're never going to get another episode because we're done (laughs) (laughs) we'll get as many episodes as we want it's whether you get another episode listeners we won't release them (laughs) for our listening pleasure alone if one person tweets hashtag never gonna get it never gonna get it and vogue style (laughs) then we won't ever release one yeah Yeah. we're done yeah we're done um you can you can kill us right now if you want this is it ev we're sliding into hell, and this call is it, baby. Call the police and call my friends. Carl please don't. Carl Weathers and Carl, Carl Weathers. <laughs> um, Carl Weathers. He's in uh, the Mandalorian now. He g- grief cargo. What be your Star Wars name? Is there a Star Wars name formula? You know, there's like a porn. It's star like name? a. It, there's a couple different ones. One of them is like one syllable, two syllables. Okay, what are the syllables? Just like grief cargo. Oh, but Biv I mean, like Nanko, Han Solo, <laughs> Ding Bongus. Okay, like, but but it's usually like you know take take the first street you grew up on and your first cat's name. You know what I mean? <laughs> so what would yours be? First street I grew up on, Oak Knoll, and I've never had a cat. <laughs> so Oak Knoll, nothing. That's a oh, great. No, my my fiance had a cat, so Oak Knoll, Oak Knoll Boodles. That sounds like an alien race. Mine would be uh, Stats Gizmo. That's also very right. See, good. It works because yours works better because it's one syllable first name. Han Solo, Stats yeah. Gizmo ends in an O. Sure, Grief Cargo. <laughs> That's a real sad thing that you're hauling is Grief Cargo. Um, the real way to find your Star Wars name: take the first three letters from your first name, the first two letters from your last name. That's your first name. Ivaha. <laughs> That's not very good. No. Mine is Sackle. <laughs> I don't don't love that. I think you just come up with uh, mine would be Shart Blampo. Yeah, mine would be Kush Couchins. There we go. <laughs> it's pretty good. And your nickname is uh, when the, they go like Red Seven Kush <laughs> Kush Couchins. I mean, it's just too a, much of a mouthful. It's a it's a color and a number. Yeah, what kind of alien would you be? Would you be an alien or would you be a weird little freak? I I'd be a weird be, little. I'd be like one of those little fucking, those little fucking tiny ass dudes. Yeah, you'd like, be a uh, uh, um, a bingus, a bingus. Bongus. We're, we're fucking diving in on this. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's like you'd it, be a, a episode nine. It's the like, only oh, good part oh, of episode oh, oh, nine. He's like he's like a muppet. He only Google says his name. We're diving in on this, and it's like. It's a name that, like, you would, if you saw him, you would know that was his name. Like, yeah. It's the first word that would come out of your mouth as soon as you saw that picture. Uh, we should know. It's Grief Karga. <laughs> <laughs> Babu Frick. Babu Frick. Babu Frick. Babu Frick. See, he reverses the formula. Two-syllable first name, one-syllable last name. If you're, That's the other way you could if go. If you're four feet or smaller, it's two-one. If you're four feet or larger, it's one-two. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd be a Jawa if I could be anything. They always seem like they got it together. 
A Jawa? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Cr- crawling around the desert. In a they big, don't like, seem like they have shit together. <laughs> They're cobbling their life together. Yeah, but that they, they've, like, figured it out. They're, like, at peace with their surroundings. Uh-huh. Like, nobody fucks with them, really. I mean, uh-huh. like, the stormtroopers do in, like, the episode one. But, like, you find out how hard it is to attack. In The Mandalorian, like, he tries to attack one of those sand crawlers and gets the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, that's he's true. Just shot by little guys with little guns. <laughs> yeah, that's pop true. out everywhere. Are you watching Ahsoka? I haven't yet. We're finishing okay. the last season of Mandalorian. It, well... Did you watch Rebels? No. Okay. Rebels, I cannot... You have to tell me what it's like watching Ahsoka without watching Rebels, because I think it would just be gobbledygook. I think it would just be absolutely <laughs> unintelligible, but uh, good luck. I'm, I'm looking forward to your reactions. Can't wait. Me too! I can never wait to hear your opinions on things. I just enjoy them. I know. I just love having them, and I love giving <laughs> them to you. Okay, wait, hold on. Your last name. Okay. So, I'm Sackle. What was yours again? Uh, Can't remember. Vaha. Uh, your last name is your entire mother's maiden name and then the last four of your Soch. So what would yours be? <laughs> no, thanks. No. <laughs> what would you mean? I don't understand. <laughs> the last name is the f- first nine digits of your credit card <laughs> and then the access code and then the last digits of your credit card. <laughs> okay. Oh, I like it. And then it ends with the three numbers on the back of the yes, credit card. Yes. And uh, also the expiration uh-huh. date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Colon expiration <laughs> dates. It's your subtitle. Sure. Absolutely. It's like, oh, uh, it's like one of those like fuck Facebook memes that like, you know, boomers and my high school friends are always posting like 11 things about Jenny. Yeah. She loves the color yellow. Yeah. Here are 16. Uh, Her first cat's name. Although I just yeah. gave out my first cat's name, which is usually like a, uh, yeah. a fucking uh, uh, question on those little surveys. Um, I never really. I was like, oh, boomers aren't that silly. But then my mom, my wonderful, smart, beautiful mom. Lovely mom. Yesterday was like, look at this picture. Isn't this crazy? And it was like. Looks like Ma Clampett moved into Washington, and it was a picture of Mitch McConnell, and then Mitch McConnell's face pasted on Ma Clampett from the Beverly Hillbillies, and she was like, look at how much alike they look. I was like, Mom, they just took his face and put it. She's like, no, that's how she looked. Jesus Christ. All right. They just believe everything. They would know. I remember seeing the Beverly Hillbillies once or twice as a kid. Did they do a movie? I feel very strong. I think they did. Jim yeah. Varney was Jed Clampett. <gasps> oh, yeah. Wasn't he? Fucking Jim Varney, man. <sighs> he Treasure. had some real fucking good roles. RIP to a real one. To a real one. To a real, real one. Did they retire Slinky Dog or did somebody else take over his voice? It would be a bummer if somebody else took over. It has to have. To. I wish they would kill off Slinky. Like, I <laughs> think of an actor. I wish dies. Slinky Dog would die of. Can- lung cancer <laughs> derived from smoking too many cigarettes. I wish they would. When an actor dies, uh-huh. their character should all in die the in the same way. way. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, what would be the most tragic? I'm trying to think of like uh, a murder suicide, like Phil Hartman's characters on The Simpsons. <laughs> I'll get shot by their wife. wife. Christ! Ugh. They get all get uh, their wife all gets addicted to drugs by Andy Dick, uh-huh. and then and then, then a yeah, murder kills them. Yeah. Okay, cool. I love that. I love this. I love that for you. I love, I love that. I love this topic of discussion. When we're, we're really back, should be. Baby. We're in flight. <laughs> we're zooming out of here. Oh, brother. In flight. Bernie News. You ready for some Bernie Friend? Yeah. In flight has come out. <laughs> September 15th. And to commemorate that. Here we are. I'm waiting. I'm not going to turn around. Saker's rummaging. He's lost him, lost his, lost the thread. Now I've truly lost it. Yeah. Oh, he's uh, vomiting. Where is Sick. Oh, now we. No, oh, it's coming out of every end. 
Oh dear. Okay. He's got a gun. He's bringing back a rifle. Full on rifle. Oh, of course. We do the the commemorative giving of gifts. No, we don't. Um, <laughs> we always do the commemorative give, giving of gifts. So here's the DVD for Bare Naked Ladies. It's their music video compilation, the Bare Naked Ladies music video compilation. It's finally here. 5.1 surround sound, all on one amazing DVD collection. All of their best videos for yeah. you. I'm speechless. Like I just don't know what to say because I mean it's really weird. Um, I got you a gift too. No, you did not. Yeah, I did. What did you give me? It's bare naked ladies, bare naked nadies, their entire. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well, let's we cheers with our bare naked nadies. Oh, I already put mine away. Oh, you did? <laughs> I oh, okay. It, I just put it in my back pocket. It's well, good. This sucks. I mean, back in the day before YouTube, I guess this would be useful, but now if I wanted to see Pitch Me, the idea of opening up my DVD player and putting in this. It's, like, and, it's like, like 4K Ultra. Like it's remastered, isn't it? I mean, this was... In it? In it? In, in it? it. Uh, that'll be next week. Uh, 2002, so I doubt it's 4K remastered. It does have uh, surround sound concert footage. That's nice. A lot of... This is fun. It'll be fun. It'll be fun for we you can, to watch and it'll keep be fun in your when house. We're done with this, and if we want to continue, we can do a whole episode on reviewing every music video. Yes. Oh, that would be fun. Uh, there we go. We'll, we'll see by the end of In Flight. Um, everything that I've read about In Flight mm-hmm. has been medium. It is just washed over people. I have read nothing about In Flight except what the Bare Naked Ladies are saying about it song by song. Sure. Oh, you're watching the song by songs. Yes. Good. I was going to ask you that. You um, have to watch the song by songs. Yeah. Everybody was uh, on the Discord, on the subreddit, was just like, this album, just nothing special about it, but it's not bad. So, but I, I want to know how that's going to, by 14 tracks later, how we are going to feel about the podcast. Can we keep doing a middling band for the rest of our lives? Should we ask, uh, ask our future selves? Let's ask our future selves. How is this segment supposed to work? <laughs> am I put? Am I patching in something later? I don't know. Okay. Are we? <laughs> you just had half a concept, and I, I mean, was supposed to. Usually, you roll with it. You yes and me. You just like oh. no butted me. Evan. <laughs> Evan. <The> year. <laughs> Evan. It's your children. <laughs> they turn out to be assholes. <laughs> yeah, I did say children. Mm, you think you're done? Uh oh. Do you have a vasectomy? Not yet. Get on it. I will when my Are you partner. Still using condoms? No, my partner has a IUD. Oh, okay. So yeah, fun. So when that runs out, you know, whatever. Okay. He makes the call, not me. That's, That's fair. Like, That's he's, fair. He's been like, no, it's fine. You can keep it for now. Oh, that'll be nice. Like your virility. <laughs> keep your virility. I do like to go around impregnating things. That is fun, Trees, isn't it? Trees, groundhogs. What are brick we? walls? Brick walls. Brick pauses. Talk. Nice pregnant pause. Um, what are we as men, if not abilities to <laughs> make <laughs> the thing preggered? We're just breeders. We are. We're breeders. We're That's what we do breeders. best. <laughs> All right. Keep a good breeder down. Uh, Ev, I think it's about time we start talking about this week's song. Okay. Folks, this week's song is Love and Life. And if you've never heard it before, here is a quick sample. One minute we're here, the next one we're not. The clock is ticking, better use what you got. It's Armageddon and we're getting it on Because the world could end before the end of this song There'll be darker days, there'll be hell to pay but You got it. You got it. Holy God. If In Flight was a hockey team, Love and Life is the centerman. 
I I have heard that. Um, so, but it's like the goal scorer. Is that what he said? Yes. I don't know anything about hockey. No, neither do I. But I think they said this one is the one that scores goals. So, this is here's what sucks. This song for me mm-hmm. to tip my hand. I was like, fine. Mm-hmm. So if this is the fucking goal scorer on this album, if this is the centerman, if this is the one that they're really going to bring out, what the fuck are we doing with this album? <laughs> there better be something weird on here. I can tell how much they like this song. They, which is nice. And the thing is, like, they've said as much on their interviews that they're only writing songs for, like, themselves. Right. And, I mean, Ed, I think Ed said that, like... I'm, I love my life. I'm writing songs for ourselves. We're, we're trying to write songs that we really just like performing for people. So we're writing songs that we think will be fun to play in concert for us. Yes. And he did say that after this song is played in concert, there's a roar across the crowd. I feel like the same thing happens when they play any hit. Yeah, but I also don't remember a roar across the crowd when they played this in concert. Fair I enough. don't I don't <laughs> recall anybody. It wasn't crickets, but there was some applause, some polite applause. But, uh, you know, it's not after they play the Big Bang Theory theme, people are going fucking ape shit, hog yeah. wild. Yeah. Also, like, I don't know why, I, to tip my hand a little, I know you love hand claps, but these are, these are like the most, like, unintelligible hand claps ever. Like, they're, they're buried. Like, how do you clap along? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, basically. And you can see on the, like, the concert videos I watched, like, Jim is clapping at first, like, trying to get everybody going. But, like, how the fuck are you going to just do that for an entire song? You and I are gifted musicians so somebody gives me a hand clap with 140 bpm i'm there but you give the average joe a 140 bpm they're hand gonna clap fuck it up. you're fucked they're gonna fuck it up yeah yeah and jim like uh, on the uh, interview he was saying it was a a jazz a soul clap he said, i don't he remember said, that he said you, you've got a nice soul clap running through i'm like i have never heard a soul song with a fucking rapid 140 bpm clap in it is that what he meant by soul cla- he didn't mean like a clap from the soul i don't know i've heard of a soul cough is that sort of the same thing? Soul coughing. You, buddy. <laughs> you need it, just to I punched it, it down. <laughs> you, what was soul coughing's big song? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> That's for podcasting. I did uh, unmarked helicopters on songs in the key of X. Oh, the okay. The X-Files. Oh, tribute. that's a cool album or a song title. Unmarked helicopters. Yeah. I love it. Uh, I wish many ladies helicopters had followed that. Is it helicopters? <laughs> The flag. <laughs> All right. We're just naming Brandon Good Lady songs yeah, now on our Brandon Good Ladies podcast. That's what we do, right? That's fair. Um, Ed said, I just want to write. We're talking about the track by track at mm-hmm. this point, ladies and gents, uh, which is um, what they, they're doing a YouTube video for each of the songs on the album. And so Ed says on this, I just want to write a simple, honest song. I don't want to be too clever about the wordplay or the lyrics. And he, he also says, I want to be inclusive and joyful, not boastful. But you know what, Ed? This comes off as pretty boastful it to me. It sure does. Um, is there any... Well, let's talk about the lyrics in a sec. Because yeah, the other yeah. thing I wanted to mention from the track by track is that Kev was inspired by the cars. Yeah, I really liked that. With his key, a single note medley in the chorus. Like I thought, or melody in the chorus. I thought that was cool. I yeah, it was. It was and fun... it actually, um, like, th- when he said that, it actually enhanced the experience for me. Yes. I was like, before I was like, oh, this kind of sounds like... I-, I can't quite place where this is coming from. And he's like, oh, it's the cars. I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck, I, I love totally the cars. I could totally hear that. Perfect. Yeah. So let's talk about the lyrics real quick. You said they come off as boastful. Um, I think it comes off as boastful because Ed wrote and singing them. Ed wrote and is singing them. Because Ed's a multimillionaire, you know, triple platinum, hundred times winner of everything. But even in the song itself, Ev, maybe you didn't grasp it. He does say that he has a box of money, but 
he's got problems just like you. I got some money and I bought some regrets. There'll be fender benders on the road to success. So what weren't you grasping? You and Ed Robertson are the same. You both have $14 million and some regrets I in your past. I do love my life. Uh-huh. Uh, would I want trade it for Ed's? No. Really? No, I don't think I'd want to be Ed Robertson. Are you fucking serious? Oh. You would never have to work again. You could play pinball all, all day, day long. I'd want to be... Well, see, I think Ed and I just traded lives, and now you're talking to Ed Robertson, who grew up just like me in the exact same situation, and I am also Ed... I was Ed Robertson now. Okay, so, so nothing changed. Well... Uh, Do either of Ed's you know? soul is now in my body <laughs> and was born of my parents and grew up in exactly my so situation. So he is you. Yeah, and I'm him. And my soul was switched to Ed Robertson. You want to switch with somebody? Yeah, I kind of do. Okay, go ahead. Okay. There you go, President Biden. <laughs> um, so Joseph wait, hold Arter. on. No, no, I need to fucking figure this out. I actually did a three-way swap with Britney Spears and Joe Biden, which is a real weird nice. one. Nice. Um, so wait. Yeah. Souls I mean, are perfectly exchangeable. Souls are, but does your soul know that it's trapped in the wrong body? Um, but your brain doesn't. It's not It's not a wrong body. I mean, souls are... Uh, trans, you transmute them. You transmiss them. Okay. Sit at the right hand of the Father. <laughs> okay. And the Son you know, and the Holy, Holy Ghost. Ghost. all the okay. same. It's the same. The Catholic Church figured it out. It's all the fucking same. They're so, all the same. Indivisible, but separate. So we are all one stew. We're all one melange. Yeah. If you put a soul into... A soul's like a blank sheet of parchment. Just like what uh, Jim said about his base in this. In this, he's, he's like, I started with a blank sheet of paper and I filled it with notes. <laughs> okay, how is that any different than what you normally do? That is just as fucking facile as everything else in this song. <laughs> so, explaining to me music in that way is just as fucking facile. That my, sucks. My favorite about the interview was like Kev like leaning forward and goes, I, I want to shout out, chat, shout out Kev. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was talking about Kevin, Kevin Griffin. Griffin yeah, yeah, but it was pretty fun. Yes, hey, Lois. Uh, thank you very much for taking over for me. This one, of course. Hey, Lois. Um, Unfucking real. Not only was this written by Kevin Griffin, but it was also written by Steve Aiello from 30 Seconds to Mars. Mm -hmm. It took three fucking people to write this song. How in how absolutely fucked is that? I mean, Ed was they were going for it sounds like a fucking mid-track better than Ezra song. And a mid track, like it, but it does. better than Ezra is more melancholic, isn't it? Sometimes I thought they were mostly. I mean, they, no, I'm talking about like late, late stage Ezra. Maybe I'm not worse familiar. than worse than better than Ezra. Okay, all right, sure. Um, some of their newer albums. This sounds like a, this. Could, this could have if it was sung by Kevin Griffin and not. Well, actually, probably Kevin Griffin wouldn't do this because he wouldn't talk about how much he loves his life. Why does that? He contrast? wouldn't be. He wouldn't be so arrogant to do that. Interesting. In me. But he'd write about it. Yeah, I don't know. Ed is like a little puppet for Kev. <laughs> well, here's what here's what the real bummer is. Last album, we had a song called Good Life, which... That is correct, yes. Not just the same title, because it is the same title, but the same content to the song, right? Like, it's... No, I think that... Okay, so Good Life uh -huh. was about the history of the band and them as a whole, right? Because he talked like, oh, I got into a fist fight, I got this, I did that, like... We're, we've, we had some trouble, but now it's a good life, right? You know, I really enjoyed this life. And this song is about Ed specifically <laughs> and how he wants to grow, be young again and, nev and never die. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And how he wants another slice. Yeah, yeah. he wants to... Yeah, Which know, is interesting. He's feeling his mortality. Because on the last song, they just said we wouldn't want any other. Yeah. So he, or do you want no other or do you want another slice? Mm -hmm. Well, here's the thing. 
I don't expect. I mean, he's he's lived another three years since then, or two years. I don't know since his last album. Uh, so he's learned. He's, okay. He's 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 up against it a little bit more. Okay. He's feeling his age. He's feeling that a uh, gray faux hawk that he's got. Sure. You know, just a little bit more gray. I mean, when you compare this to the picture of Ed in the previous album, this uh, the album cover for In Flight is like the first one we've seen the bare naked boys on. Like not in like profile or in shadow since like um, grinning streak, right? I hate this cover. It is so fucking like it's fine. It's so f- it's a Photoshop nightmare. It's just bad. I like it's just like hey, it you, looks like garbage. You leave, you leave Goop Demedia out of <laughs> they they did their fiver <laughs> for <laughs> fucking Goop Oh God, I got okay. I got the picture of the guys. Um, they, oh they're on a they're on a dock and I put some. Oh, seagulls in it, and they've got ice cream cones. Oh, Kev's wearing a picture of a pretty place. I don't know how to do this. Gupta Media. I actually. Oh, somebody, please help me. I don't know what I'm doing. I've been doing a lot of research for this album, and I was able to hack into Ed's email. And actually, the first draft of the version that Gupta Media sent to him, it had like the seagulls still had like the transparent background. Like they were all in the same layer. There was a checkerboard background in it. <laughs> yeah, like. And you can see one of them was like a cartoon. They just searched for like transparent seagull PNG on Google and pasted it in there. It was really, really bad. Um, Ed has a lot of fucking weird stuff on his he email, to, by the way. That he was had to go least. down to the, like the pixel level and get out like the um, the watermarking on all the stuff. All the all the things said Shutterstock <laughs> on them. Even the Bernicat ladies for some reason they didn't get. Yeah, they couldn't take a fucking picture. They don't own their own image. Um, yeah. So that's the future the liberals want. <laughs> Where we don't, where everything is owned by Shutterstock. <laughs> um, they're speaking to their people in this song, right? The Bernicke ladies have their people at this point. Who is their people? Their people. Are we their people? No, we're not their people. We the people, but we not their people. <laughs> don't tread on <laughs> Don't tread on No. Um, I just feel like their people are people who want to hear music and not think about music. Mm-hmm. They just want music to... They want background music. They want to be entertained. To a cookout. Or a... They want to drink two tall boys of Pabst Blue Ribbon and then dance. That sounds... With their hands in the air and a uh, a twisted tea yes. in one hand. Yes. And their sunglasses in the other as they sway back and forth, hands in the air. And they, they want to hear, we're loving life, we're loving life, because that's exactly the yeah. sentiment they want reflected back at like, them. And the thing is, okay, Bare Naked Ladies only go on tour in the summer. Right. Last summer on Earth tour... You know, summertime, easy breezy, beautiful cover girl. They're just sitting there up on that stage. So this is a summer song. Like, oh, look how sunny days, grass is green, sky's blue. But that's not Butterflies what the song. Butterflies are here for me and you. <laughs> that's not what the song. I mean, it is kind of what the song's about. But even like, you know, the grass is looking greener till you realize on the best of days, there'll be joy and pain. On the best of days, there'll be joy and pain. Are you feeling what I'm feeling? Like, it kind of is a little... We're scraping Ed's surface with just our fingernail, just a little. This is kind of pinch me by way of, like, a steamroller running over it, right? Like, before it was very three-dimensional, and you could feel that deeply melancholic sentiment below the summertime, which is exactly what you're saying, right? This summertime. Mm -hmm. But here it's like everything has been flattened. And now it's just like, is there melancholy in this? Is it? Like, you didn't even quite remember that it's it was like, like somebody. It's like driving down the road in a convertible playing butt rock and you pass by a, like, uh, emo concert. Yes, yes, <laughs> that is exactly what this is. You just yeah. catch a little strain of, like, some, I don't know, Smashing Pumpkins or something. Yeah. But, I don't know about you. And it also doesn't really make much sense 
right? Let me talk specifically about the bridge. One shot living on this rock. You're right. Okay. Don't need a postdoc to keep up with this plot. Okay. So first off, a postdoc is a position, not a degree. <laughs> so you you don't need to hire a postdoctoral <laughs> researcher to keep up with this plot. Because we're on top. That it's so fraught. What if we just got to the mic drop? What is the mic drop in this I think the situation? mic drop is the end of your life, right? Oh, shit. What if we just got to Because after that, there is silence for a second. I wish... Can we... I'm going to edit a gunshot into that silence. What if we just got to the mic drop? What if the song ended there? That would kick ass. Because after that is just the chorus, the refrain, and the outro, which is just repeated, yeah, repeated. I, mean, I think we've plussed up the song. Oh, just, you just <laughs> God. What if we just got to the mic drop? That's very fucking good. I love that. Because the rest of... I mean, the lyrics are kind of a weird promise of the end times. Mm-hmm. Right? Again, we're scratching the surface. It's Armageddon. talked about Armageddon. Yeah. It's Armageddon and we're getting it on. It's Armageddon and we're getting it on Because the world could end before the end of this song And then he says, uh, there'll be darker days, there'll be hell to pay <laughs> Like This song, there'll be darker days, there'll be hell to pay But until This is kind of a little bit like, scary Yeah, he's like meditating on like the I mean, because the last part of your life is almost never good, right? I guess unless you so just, Unless you just drop Unless yeah. there's a mic drop, right? Yeah Where you like, you just go Sure <laughs> On your own terms. Uh, that's Brothers right. in arms, opting out of a raw deal, walking hand in hand in destruction. I was at the trampoline park with my son the other day. <laughs> I love he... that this fucking Thomas Ligotti quote got you uh, <laughs> Sorry. thinking about well, the trampoline just, park. I, that got me thinking about this song. I was at the trampoline park and a song started playing. It's a kid's trampoline park. Where it was, they made up their minds <laughs> and they started walking. And I was like, it's a song about going out on your own terms, walking out and dying in the desert. And all these like four-year-olds are laughing and jumping on trampolines. Bopping, man. V- fucking weird. fastball. I know. Just they a weird. At you. A weird song. Um, but then the rest of the lyrics are just fucking. You can't be defensive or on the attack. You gotta love it. What if does it's that gonna love you back. Mean you can't be def- just do nothing. No, I think it means remain like in space. You have to you have to meet life on its own terms, right? If you try, if you could change your fate, don't. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's what he's saying. Sure, got he's it. He's saying like, well, here's the thing: like, it's really easy to look back on your life sitting on a giant pile of money and multiple platinum records and being like, yeah, I made it. But like flashback to like past ed who's like trying like scrounging on the street putting out like fucking mixtapes and stuff you know uh-huh. he's there's a that's a totally different person right mm-hmm. if that person was singing this song it would have more credence for me mm-hmm. because i mean there's just this old man now sitting on a big pile of money being like yeah i think i did well and I'm like yeah you did you did well you're right. doing great right we it, all agree it's like a, a thanks for telling me and but he mentions again it, he mentions it in the song but it is kind of like lampshading, right? Lampshading does not excuse things. In a, in a sci-fi show, when somebody's like, you know, how are we breathing in space? And then the rest of the character's like, I don't know. Like, it doesn't, just because you're mentioning it doesn't make it irrelevant, right? Mm-hmm. Like, him going like, listen, I got a shit ton of money, but I have regrets too. Is like, yeah, but dude, guess what? You're better <laughs> off than us. You have a shit ton of money. It's just so, 
I don't know. I felt like for a second I was talking myself into liking this song more when but we talked about the ennui of it, the, the hidden it ennui. Is, I, first, yes, but it is kind of aspirational. Like, if he is, as we see on the face here, if he is a guy who's just like, yeah, this is fucking great. I love my fucking life. This is yeah. wonderful. I mean, that's aspirational, just to be at peace with, like, your role in society and in nature and everything like that. And yeah. just, just sort of accept it as it comes. I mean, the the not being defensive and, you know, just sort of, like, taking things in stride, that's, I mean, that's what we all sort of want to get to eventually sure and so sure. i feel like ed is i don't want to use the word mature but mellow for sure he's mellowed and does that make for a good song no, no. does it make for a better person yeah well good for him yeah i'm, I'm, I'm glad. glad you found peace ed but it doesn't it's not helping your music bud. yeah yeah so what do you do you but just also like working. becoming a worse person hasn't helped Stephen page either <laughs> so excelsior was bad but i think that i would argue that his albums before that are fucking bangers some of them I like, there are songs on all, I even liked a couple songs on Excelsior. Yeah. That Zoom song. I don't know why that stuck with me. <laughs> You're really fucking all about I that Zoom song. I don't know, that's the one, that was, that was like my banger for the album. I mean, but, but I think we can agree that Stephen Page's latest album, so far, I am actually, I don't know it's what you what are you doing? Are you listening to this album or are you taking it track by track? Track by track. I think I'm going to do the same. I think, I think I'm not going to listen to the album until we're all done. Yeah, I want to. I'm going to do what I normally do: is listen track by track, and at the end, I listen to the whole album as a, okay. when, when we read for it. our resequence. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll do the same. Um, this uh, uh, the world could end before the end of this song. <laughs> it's a real strange fucking. You like, know what? Odds are that we will finally be all right. All right. Yeah, we are treading. I mean, we've this been just. This is a. It's like if you took like. I mean, that's every art, though. Artist is you take a bunch of like their past work, put it in a blender, and then new work comes out. But it's not new. It's the pieces of the old. The Bernie yeah, Ladies can haven't see, added milk thing, we can or see ice the, cream. We can see the fucking uh, like stitches where they've stitched together. Because, but the thing is, like, we are we're too close. We're like, yeah. we're like in the fucking thick of it. Yeah. So I feel like a normal person would just like a normal fan would just they're come people. at people and just be like, they're people would just be like, yeah, I'm having a good time with this. Sure. It's fine. Sure. Yeah. Is this a banger? No. Yeah. Is it fun to dance to? Yeah. Can I clap to it? No, you cannot. <laughs> Don't try. If you, you do, will you will fuck, fuck up. it up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there are, there are some parts of the song that I really do enjoy. I mean, the harmonies are a delight mm -hmm. during the choruses, especially, and the chorus is driving. I kind of like the stripped down aspect to it. Sounds good. Um, so let me tell you how I fucked up. Now that we're getting in sort of the musicality, uh -huh. I really fucked up. Uh huh. Because I did. Um, oh, did you 1.5 it before you? I, I did one you night first, dummy. and I listened to one night. I did. I did it on 1.25 speed. Okay. And then so when this auto played, I listened to it on 1.25 speed, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is a good driving fast song, good fun. And then I'm like, oh no, oh no, 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 no. I, I it on one, and I turned uh, it down, and it was like, holy shit, uh, it's fucking ponderous now. That sucks. I'm sorry. Can I? Is 1.25 the correct speed for it? 1.25 is the correct speed. All right, speed let's for listen it. to a little bit of it right now. The grass is looking greener till you realize on the best of days there'll be joy and pain. Are you feeling what I'm feeling? We're loving life. We're loving life. We love it so much that we want to live it twice. We're loving life. We're loving life. It's even sweeter than a watermelon slice. We take it high. Ev, 1.5 is a little too fast. It's right. Not, it's not horrible, but it's a little too fast. And 1.25 is the best. And you know what? I think I broke myself. Like, I can't listen to it on... It's like um, rollout. Like, I can't... If I hear rollout at the, the speed it was intended by the artist, I just turn it off. I can't listen to it. It makes right. me angry. You do have... The MP3 that you have of rollout is a version that you... 
modified to be 1.5 speed. Yes. Yeah. It's, and it's, it is an, it's a bopping song. An illegal, unlicensed Bare Naked Lady song. Hey, I bought their album. Actually, I got their album for free when they gave it away for free. That's right. Yeah. So I, we the own the, I own the track. I can do what I want with it. I don't think that that's... <laughs> I mean, it's for, not... For, for personal use. Like, I'm not going to, like, make money off this. You I put, should. They, from... should. they should pay me $1,000 and let me remaster all their stuff at 1.25 speed. Be nice. <laughs> Just come in and be like, all right, done. It's like, what? You, you were in here for five seconds. Yeah. Yeah, that's all it took. <laughs> Everything's better now. Like, quantifiably better. All your songs are a little bit better. We can't play them in concert. They're too fast. <laughs> uh, it's not my problem. The odds are that we will probably be, be all right. Like, odds are we're going to be all right. Odds are we're going to be all right tonight. Um, I want you to make me, like, a 10-track album that's like, these are the 10 best 1.5 speed BNL songs. songs. That sure. sounds fun. I'll put that together for um, you. Someday. You. Someday. Uh, the ending has a nice repeated effect to a fade. Very Kev-esque. Um, Kev's keyboard work is great. Lots oh, yeah. of loved Kev's Lots of people on YouTube saying how this is very tonally similar to "Let It Go," the Frozen song, <laughs> but it's just like a chord structure, oh, okay. right? And it's like just like I mean, I wouldn't have thought "Let It Go." Yeah, when I heard this song. Yeah, it's more like it's like "Let It Go," "Let It Go." It's. That's similar fine yeah I mean, there's but only, there's only so many fucking chords exactly right those people are fucking idiots <laughs> i hate them um yeah. sweeter than a watermelon slice i have yes and also uh, like a pizza and a watermelon <laughs> slice <laughs> like they they went for an alternate chorus but didn't change the last word which is real strange we're loving life we're loving life it's like a pizza and we want another slice we take it high twice we're loving life Both comparisons to food. Which is better to you? Watermelon? Like a big bag full of flash frozen mice. That's not bad. Uh, my preschool teacher said I had a bunch of lice. That would be fun. Give me another one. Oh, I don't. I'm out. Oh, I hurt my foot when I stepped on a dice. Nope, it's dice. When I slipped on some ice. So when I slipped on some ice, yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. And then you could just, for the next one, change it I want to buy it, but I couldn't match the price. That's not bad. Um... I want to cry, but my tears aren't tears of Christ. <laughs> okay. This is what happens when I start a line and don't know how to finish it. I hadn't thought about it beforehand. What are Christ's tears like? Do you think Christ ever cried? Oh, yeah. Jesus wept. Very famous. Jesus wept. Do you know that's the shortest passage in the Bible? The shortest, uh, what is it called? What line? Is it called? Words? Like John Stanza? 316. Yeah, oh. but what's that called? A... Biblical, is it just a passage? Passage. Okay. I can't wait till we have guests again. And they can just listen to us fucking fail at remembering simple words like passage. Uh, shall we talk about the music video? Sure. Okay. It's just a concert video. It sure is a concert it's video. It's a Gupta Media. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's not, not Gupta, Gupta Media. It's not, it has a director. Yes. Edward Pond. Did you look into Edward Pond at Why all? Why would I when I knew you? I didn't want to take your thunder away. <laughs> Edward Pond is a DOP for specifically food commercials. Ooh. That is his area of expertise. So like commercials for, he's done commercials for McDonald's, Subway, Doritos, French's Man, Mustard. What a wasted fucking opportunity. They could have done Bare Naked Ladies as food. They could have done anything. <laughs> they could have done literally anything. Well, I bet that they had no money. Yeah. Why? 
I bet they put. They no spend it all on the one night they, video. Well, I don't think they they care about their videos. I mean, this is just a fucking concert video with a couple drone shots thrown. They in. clearly care about their videos because one night, which we'll talk about next week, has an upsettingly like a too much video with drone shots and I mean we'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, Actors. Uh, you could call them that. Okay. <laughs> You're very generous I calling am, them yeah, actors. Sorry, that's fair. I would say s- professional skaters <laughs> yes. who dabble in acting. Who dabble, yes. All right. Um, but I don't know. But they clearly, you're right. About this video specifically, for their hit single, they were just like, meh, well, do okay. whatever, Eddie. By their own admission, this is a song meant to be played in concert for a concert crowd to get them pumped up. Uh-huh. So why not just have a concert video? Why, why do anything special for it? Why throw it a special party? Yeah, I guess. But wouldn't it be fun to do like... Oh, I bet it would be fun. <laughs> It'd be so much fun to have like Ed as like a Mayor McCheese singing in a fucking vegetable town. That's so good. And they're like at a concert, but all the concert goers are like broccolis. <laughs> That's fucking great. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, like I that, wish uh, they had pup- done that. It's like that puppet video that Kev did for coming in from the cold. Yeah. Puppets. That would have been fucking great. Weird pipe cleaner puppets. Why don't puppets. they hire... Kev to direct their videos. I would love for a fucking fever dream of a video directed by Kev. That would be nice. It would be nice. Um, yeah, it's it's a colorful lip sync thing. How long do you think it took to make? How long do you think Edward Pond was working on this? I bet a day. Yeah, you think so? I bet so? a day to cut the... I mean, I bet they got the raw footage already from the concerts, right? Mm-hmm. And I bet it took a day to cut it together. Yeah. Maybe two. Sounds about right. If, I'm being, if, if they're weekend days and he's only putting in four hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I mean, if he's, com- if he's good at his job. If he's competent. And yeah. you know what? With a name like Pond, when you come from, when you go to, the, when you dip in the pond, <laughs> you, you know you're you're in good hands. Jesus Christ! You gotta get wet. I like. I wish that at even the colors, because it's not only concert video videos, but color random colors, just mm-hmm. like uh, gelled over the concert videos. We should right? call it the Gupta Splice. Yes, they they gooped the videos as they, they say. G U P apostrophe D. Um, I wish that they had been thematically appropriate. Like, every time we have a tie-centric clip, maybe it's red gel. And every time it's Ed, it's blue. Or, like, you know what I mean? It's just like random. They're, like they're Power Rangers, or they are, like, Planeteers oh, or something. fuck. Which color? There's five Power Rangers, and let's say with Steve, there's five BNL boys. Who's a what? Who's a what? Who's a what? <sighs> so, Ed's red. Has to be red. He's the boss, right? Ed's the boss. Uh, I feel like... Blue is either Kev or or Blue's the Jim. smart one. Yeah. So I'm going to say Jim. Okay, yeah, Jim. And then there's the Black Ranger. He's like the tough one, I think, right? <laughs> oh, so we'll uh, say Ty. Ty, yeah. Okay. And then there's the yellow, yellow and pink. pink. So I feel like... I don't know how to differentiate them. They're both... Okay, so yellow was like a... Well, they're all martial artists, but I think she was like sporty. Okay. And then pink was a dancer slash like kind of popular girl in yeah. the original series. Yeah, yeah. So the pink one's going to be Kev, I think, because Kev is the yep. ladies' man, the funny one, mm-hmm. as the ladies say for some reason. <laughs> so I guess Steve is going to be our <laughs> like, sporty Yeah, I think. I think we fucking yeah. made a mistake. And there's also somewhere. the White Ranger. Oh, sh- oh, Jason. That's who Steve, Steve is. is. Yeah. Steve is the traitorous. So I guess uh, um, the Yellow Ranger would be um, the other Cregan. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Andy, <laughs> a.k.a. the other Cregan. Cregan. Or it could be... Uh, Ron Aniello, or it could be uh, Kevin Griffin. Kevin Griffin, or it could be who's the guy who did like uh, their f- their first album, but also like a recent album. 
and he oh. fucking we're so the thing is we're so deep and so close but we're also so far away we don't know anything <laughs> we've forgotten everything we've forgotten everything we ever fucking we've forgotten knew. more about the bare naked ladies <sighs> than most people know um in some of the shots it appears that the video is playing in the background of the video because they play it in concerts how, how is they, that possible? <laughs> how did they do that? I don't know how this worked. It's some weird time travel recursion shit they have going on. They know what's going on. They're what? time traveling vampires. That's oh, are we getting back to it on this album? We'll see. Okay, all right. I gotta wait for my read. Uh, and Ty I'm is being back. a little silly boy. Ty, yeah, I like when they go. Is this the one where they go up and down? Like, there's like, we sometimes go up, sometimes go down. Like, where they point up and down. Oh, I may, yeah. That's like a line in the song. But yeah. But like when he does that, Ty points up and down. And oh, up and yeah, down. I think it is. I think it is. So, yeah, they, uh, I, did you see the uh, live show in Tuscaloosa? We take it high, we take, take it, it low, low is there what you're go. thinking. Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't see They're any live shows. playing the fucking song. Okay. But uh, Ed says... It's it's like their it's the last time on Earth tour where they were debuting it you know where we were yeah um, and uh, he's like yeah I was up playing pinball and people kept approaching me and saying hey you're Ed Robertson he's like yeah I'm Ed Robertson uh, they're like well if I could have a request for the concert tonight lay off the hits and play more new stuff <gasps> what he's, the... he was joking okay he's, joking. he's like people kept coming up to me and I was like don't play those hits just stop <laughs> playing those hits and we want to hear we want to hear new album stuff it was a funny joke it is funny and then he said like yeah we love this song it's gonna be a lot of fun please sing along just make up the lyrics they're probably better than ours yeah do you if you could go up to ed robertson and request a song to be played at a concert that night jerome yeah that checks because they're never gonna fucking play it no you're right and i want to hear it what the fuck i would request summertime how could you not that's a good one living it up especially last summer on earth why don't they fucking open with summertime for that's not very energetic but that needs to be in their set list somewhere yeah they gotta they gotta like groove into that like you know where they kind of like just kind of lay back and lay back in the cut and let jim like sidle up to the front they bring out a fucking deck chairs for all of them and they lay back and just fucking jim with grandma over him oh they bring out little straw drinks for them with little umbrellas in them and coconuts in summertime that'd be so great kevin's really dancing in the video though he's like moving and moving yeah he's like does a little twirl and he lifts his hands up over his head while he's playing i don't know if we're gonna go to the next burning ladies concert next summer i don't think we are i don't think we are either but we should spend that day in short north at maybe the market north or whatever market. just to <laughs> see if we can't we should each wear the shirt that you're wearing right now uh-huh. and we should i don't feel like that would be a good use of my time <laughs> and i don't feel i feel like the cost benefit is just off the charts cost <laughs> you get to meet ed roberts i wouldn't want to i would okay. be embarrassed to meet him and okay. i would be sad okay great cool i would regret every moment of it <laughs> Ev, that's all I had. He would, be, he would be kind and generous. Like, Ed would he be would. generous to us. Like, oh, hey, uh, I'll definitely listen to it. But, like, I would feel like an absolute oh, shit. Oh, we, we'd fucking tear them apart all the time. Yeah, we've made a career of being assholes. Yeah. And by career, I mean not a career. But we're not, we're not assholes. We're just truth tellers. <laughs> what are we going to say? Are we going to lie to him? Say, hey, lay off the hits. Play more new stuff. That'd be nice. I did, yet again, email their management for this album and be like, hey, there's any way we could get the boys on we have the most popular bernie ladies podcast in the nation <laughs> fuck the bernie abcs i don't know we'll see what happens good luck it's never gonna happen um, gonna happen. i mean you have to just listen to one episode of our podcast yeah. and know that they're they're we're not we're not a we're a permission to treat the witnesses hostile <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> that's how we're gonna that's how we start when we get one of the boys on <laughs> um 
that's all I had to say about this song. What did you have to say? Uh, I don't. I think we weren't kind of. The chorus was actually kind of catchy. Yeah, like, it I is. liked. I liked it. It was a good catchy chorus. Like it's a good dancing song. It's exactly what it's meant to be. We're loving life. We're loving life. We love it so much that we wanna live it twice. We're loving life. Um, the flaw is not in the execution. The flaw is in the original idea. Yeah. Which they've had before and already done better. I agree. Yep. Good Life is a far Fun. superior yes. song to this one. Much agree. Yeah. Okay. We're on the same level. All right. Well, Ev, mm-hmm. before we rate it, we got to grade it. Something about this song. So, I wasn't sure what they were going for because I feel like, I mean, this album. This song in particular, and this album, I think as a whole, is sort of a retread of stuff they've doing before. Like, mm-hmm. like I said before, we can see the lines where every like we can see the stitches, mm-hmm. like where everything got stitched together. So I'm like, why would you like fall back on your old stuff? You know, because it's easy. It's easy to grasp for. It's easy to you know just sort of settle into a rut, which is I think they're what they they're happy in their rut. They're they're like a cat, happy they both get fat. <laughs> sure, so, sure. So I think that they're reaching. Back. I'm like, why would you do this again? So which okay what. I, is your read which very good lady song is this very good lady song? <laughs> that would be great. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll save that for the next album. Okay. No, it's just it's fucking vampire movies. Oh shit, we're back, yeah, baby. They, they're back, babies. They're vampires. They've okay. been vampires. They're just letting it show because they've done vampires. They've done horror movies. Uh-huh. They haven't done vampire movies. But it's again, it's the same. It's just a retread of old stuff. Uh huh. This song's clearly about 1987's Lost Boys. I've never seen that one. You've never seen that one? Tell me about Lost. So it's a is Joel that Sh- Alex Winter? No. <laughs> okay. I just, went, I just went all the grudge on you. Um, <laughs> He's in Lost Boys. Uh, jo- it's a uh, Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, Corey goodness. Hart, I mean Corey Haim, um, Corey Feldman, Jason Patrick, and oh, yeah. uh, directed by Joel Schumacher. Okay. It's like a, it's a, it's like a um, guilty '80s vampire movie pleasure uh, of mine. For okay. Sure. Uh, it's a great, it's a fun movie. Uh huh. Um, so basically, uh, divorced mom and her two kids. Uh, one who's like, I want to say late teens early 20s okay uh and one who's i want to say early teens uh-huh. they move in with she's recently divorced she moves in with their eccentric grandpa in santa carla california okay. so uh sam and michael are the kids names uh and uh, lucy is the mom's name and uh, she gets a job at a video store and the kids are sort of like left up to their own devices because it seems like it's summer so they're just kind of like wandering the boardwalk so michael older kids wandering the boardwalk sees a fucking fascinating girl follows her back to a vampire biker gang okay because she's a vampire sort of thing um there's a big concert they uh basically the um so he's like sort of he's after this girl the older boy you know in love with her she's she's reciprocating uh but also Kiefer Sutherland's like the head of this like vampire biker gang and they're all like fucking 80s ballers like they're like uh, it's the what's the other oh alex winter yeah he is in this he's the um bill and ted guy so i was just about yeah, to tell you you're yeah. right you're right okay so uh i just forgot his name yes okay until i went through the picture gotcha. in my head but yeah um so they're uh, this cool gang and they're loving life or unlife i should say okay because they're like so what they do is they just kind of like ride their motorcycles as fast as they can under under bridges and like through like they're like like basically they're kind of like jumping him into vampireness, but it seems like being a vampire is just all about like like death-defying stunts. Like okay. They they all hang from a, a trestle bridge as a train goes over. They race each other through the streets. They um so they they go up 
They go they high. Go up, they go high. They're hanging they from the bridge, low. and their base is underground okay. in an uh, um, old luxury hotel that was oh. half buried by the oh. 1906 earthquake. Oh, I so love that. So they go that. high. They go low. Okay. Um, so there'll be darker days ahead. There'll be hell to pay because they're vampires. You sort of, you sort of, like you said, you scratch the surface of these like love and life vampires, and you find out there's like a dark underbelly sure. here. Uh, but you know, they're they're just enjoying. They're like, hey man, you can live forever. You never get old. All you gotta do is kill people. Okay. And so so that's sort. Of, what are you doing? I'm just okay. What are watching you, what are the you time doing? and seeing if what my wife will. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Text me. So anyway, um, they give him blood to drink, uh, Michael, the older kid. And uh, so I guess just drink. Uh, it must be vampire blood or something. Because if just drinking blood turns you like into a half vampire, then everyone, like most people would be oh, half yeah. vampires. Yeah. Like, I mean, I haven't drunk blood, but I've tasted blood. Not your own. Yeah. I mean, have you have you drunk other someone else's yeah, blood? Yeah, all the time. Let's I mean, real. Blood have you ever sucked someone else's blood? No, I don't think so. Neither have I. Yeah. I don't think. Should we suck each other's blood? That would be a nice way to end this. Since we are doing vampire... Should it, we exsanguinate ourselves? If, <laughs> if, if... Okay, so we'll make a closed system. I'll uh, suck your blood. I'll suck you dry. You suck me dry. Brother. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. So anyway, Michael gets his vampire. It's like the... It's a, it's a it's a trope now where like someone's like a half vampire and uh-huh. they're like trying to fight against it. And it turns out like the, the girl he's interested in is also a half vampire. And Kiefer Sutherland's like... Kiefer and the other couple... There are a couple like real vampires in there who are killed. And they're trying to like egg him on to like, you know, make your first kill and become... Join us forever. And meanwhile, the younger kid is like fucking around in a comic book store, which is apparently run by like two children. Okay. Like uh, Corey Feldman is, and his brother, the Frog Brothers, are like own a comic book store, I think. Okay. And they're, I want to say like 13 or 14 years Interesting. old. Interesting. They, they're like owner operators of a comic book store on the boardwalk. So uh, he's finding out, he's like getting worried that his, his brother's a vampire. His brother like attacks him. The dog saves him. And then they're like, oh no, you can't be a vampire. So um, they, um, Get together with the Frog Brothers, go in down into the hotel, stake one of the vampires, and then the vampires all wake up and they have to run. Then there's like a Home Alone thing where they like try to vampire-proof their house with garlic and steaks and traps and, you know, all sorts of stuff. And, uh, oh, meanwhile, the mother is working at this video store on the owner's name, uh, Max, I think. They think he's like the head vampire. Okay, But why? he comes over, just, I don't know. Okay. I don't remember. I haven't seen the movie recently. Okay. But uh, they think he's the head vampire, but just because he's kind of creepy and weird and, uh, um... So when you become a vampire, apparently, even a half vampire, the way that you get free is by killing the head vampire. Mm-hmm. But they invite Max over for dinner, and they can see his reflection in the mirror. So like, oh, fuck, it's you know, false hair, false, you know, he's not the real vampire. But vampires attack the house, big fight, kill Kiefer Sutherland. Uh, he gets staked, but doesn't disappear because they wanted to bring him back in the sequel, uh, which was co- going to be called The Lost Girls. Oh. Mm-hmm. Which would have been a cool movie, I think. Uh-huh. Maybe. It could have gone really wrong because it was still the 80s. Yeah. So it might have been super sexist and problematic. Sure. But yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Well, but instead we got Lost Boys the Tribe. And Lost Boys the Thirst. And a new film that's in pre-production. That's correct. Um, By Jonathan Entwistle. Entwistle. <laughs> but anyway. Um, so, yeah, they kill Kiefer, but the guy doesn't turn back. And it turns out Max is the actual vampire. And they're like, well, how the fuck did we see you? And he's like, well, you invited me in, so you know, I, you can see me in the mirror. I'm like, that, that doesn't make any no, sense. No, anyway, not in the least. But anyway... There, he's like, I'm gonna fucking. My goal was to like have Kiefer Sutherland turn you both into vampires so that I could turn your mom and have her be like the the mama vampire for all the lost boys in my little tribe. Okay, which no, is kind of kind of shitty. But uh, um, so he's about to turn the mom anyway. Then Grandpa drives a truck through the <laughs> holy through the shit. house and impales him on like a fence post. A vampire's only weakness, a speeding <laughs> truck. <laughs> truck. So yeah, he dies, burns up, and everyone happy days cool and then the grandpa delivers the famous line like yeah the one thing i've always hated about santa clara is all these fucking vampires <laughs> really yeah that's great that's i a, love it that's a that's a paraphrase it's something like okay, that though cool but yeah i mean this is clearly about like love and life living forever 
being young, uh, which they aren't anymore. They're, I think BNLs, they're, they're aging on purpose, right? They're going to come back for a second life or something like I that. I think that makes and sense. And I think they're thinking about it, too. Like, they're using their powers to appear older because it would look weird if they all looked exactly the fucking same. Sure, sure. Like, even Jim is, like, letting, it, letting his line show. Yeah. And then I think, you know, in 10, 20, 30 years, they're going to die and then come back as a new band. Okay, looking different probably you think so They'll probably use obfuscate mask of a thousand faces sure good powers great powers um interesting so we believe that they are vampires still did we ever come to a conclusion on that i think they are vampires yeah. okay yeah. okay and now that smash mouth is gone oh no it's true holy fuck bare naked news i forgot that i forgot that we ever steve harwell was ever part of our mythology yeah, steve, steve harwell is he was in, last time we did the podcast. He was in like hospice care yes. for his liver condition, and then now he has unfortunately passed. Yes, at a very young age, yeah, fifty something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was only fifty something. Only seventeen. But I mean, I think a lifetime of very hard drinking will do that to you. Well, yes, and also I think he lost a child <gasps> at some point, oh, no. and then that kind of sent him down that road of drinking. What a terrible, and what a terrible thing. Yes. So, yeah, everybody he's, being like, here's one guy not writing songs about how good his fucking life is. I won't hear Smash Mouth thing in that. Well, you know, he's got a box full of money and a lot of regrets. I mean, Smash Mouth was never... Here's what I love about Smash Mouth. Mm -hmm. I think right up till the end, they were still trying to just be cheeky. They weren't writing about, like, we're 50 and life is good and at least we can still play the Newark Theater. They were playing, my future ex-wife. <laughs> like, they were just being fucking goofs, which is great. If you're not going to be deep, BNL, then be goofy. They, they played their hits... They played one new song and then they played covers. Yeah. Fun. That's what you do. Yeah. That's what you do. I would have loved to hear Fushu Man like straight through, just like from start to finish. <laughs> that would have been nice. Yeah. But I mean, I, I am glad we got to see them before his uh, unfortunate passing. That's true. And it was like true. the, with like almost the original lineup too. Yeah. Cause yeah. Somebody came back. The, it guitarist? Was the guitarist, the guy who wrote their hits. Yeah. Right. had come back and he didn't want to be there. No, he did not. Well, I think it's about time we rate this song. Ev, as usual, we rate the song on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. The more clothes this song has on, the worse it is. The bare nakeder, the better. So, if you would, Ev, let's start with you. The year is 20XX. I am on my deathbed. Oh. In a hospice somewhere. Looking back on my life. Actually, I'm probably in Ireland, um, near the Cliffs of Moher. And oh. my lovely child. And I'm in a, uh, like a, a bed and breakfast, looking back on my life. And I think... Hmm, what was my best outfit? What was my worst outfit? For some reason I'm obsessed with clothes. Okay, yeah, these Because are when I go to you... my when my when my lovely kid gets me wheels me to the Cliffs of Moher, which I have decided that's where I'm going to jump off and and end my life uh -huh. on my terms. Uh-huh. Cuz it's been a good life. What am I going to wear? And I've decided it's going to be a mixture of my best and worst, clo worst okay. clothes. Okay. <laughs> Why? Because I want to okay. I want to I, I want to understand. I guess I don't need the explanation. Yeah, I but mean, that's fair. Listen, you want me to phantom menace this shit? Tell you like how Darth Vader got really sad as a kid? Man, we are so totally in the renaissance of the fucking prequels, and I love it. Uh, the Star Wars is coming back around on the prequels, but it's also exciting thinking 15, 20 years from now, we're going to come back around on the sequels and be like, actually, I think all three of those movies were a lot of fun and good. Um, I would say the middle one was, a, was I mean, the prequels, in their defense, did something good, interesting with it. Yes. They, they took a big swing. Yep. The sequels sure were, except for the middle one were just like straight down the fucking plate yeah the abrams the abrams ones were straight down the plate not, not saying abrams. it wasn't they weren't entertaining but i feel like there's nothing really to commend them to the future well 
having rewatched them all recently as a Star Wars fan, seven fucking rips. It's really good. Which one's seven? Seven is the first okay. of the That's news. A, I mean, it was it was good to be back. And right? eight, eight was great for me before I was a fan. Mm-hmm. Because it's like just fucking like trashing kind of like all the... Yeah, it's problematizing all the problematic elements of the Star Wars universe. Yeah, but now that I am a fan, I watch it. I was like, all right, but like, not really though. Like it's less good than... It's less good when you're a fan. I don't okay. know. I used to love eight. Okay. I used to think that now was you're a little the fucking neck, best. Now you're a little neckbeard man. Now I'm a little neckbeard man. I know. But nine still well, sucks actually, across the board for everyone forever. What I a had, shitty fucking terrible yeah, movie. Yeah, I watched nine and it, it had a real like uh, Valerian in the city of a thousand Interesting. Whatever. It had like a lot of visual, like visually pleasing elements. Okay. Like, it was visually fun, but like Valerian, it was soulless. Okay. Okay. Where, where like J.J. Abrams crammed in the second movie he would have written at yeah. the beginning. He's like, okay, well, actually, all the stuff that happened didn't happen, and this happened. <laughs> yeah. And then Kelly Ren's like traveling around to find the Jig Jong Holoquam. <laughs> Jig Jong Holoquam. I like that's, that. That's a Star Wars name. <laughs> it really, truly is. The Gulpin, the Gulpin Gungan. Oh, <sighs> Jig Jong Holoquam, the Gulpin Gungan. <laughs> okay, now it's racist. <laughs> Which race? All of them. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Oh, man. All right, sorry. I got you off track. Oh, yeah. So, uh, worst in... I'm just wearing a fucking t-shirt and, okay. and, and shorts. Because it's summertime, easy breezy, having a good time as I leap off the cliffs. Well, I totter up from my wheelchair and off the cliffs more. Because I don't want my kid to push me or anything. I don't want it to be suicide. So, my kid just walks away and I get over that... Somehow get over that rail. They're like, what? I didn't even know he could walk. I thought he lost his, the use of his legs in the war. That's one last shot of you getting up out of your, you know, your bed. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, just taking that leap over. You've saved all of your energy for this for days. Yeah, yeah. I've husbanded my strength. Yeah, yeah. And then I just go quietly. You husbanded to splatter on those stones. You husbanded your strength so that you could give away your wife. <laughs> Does that make sense? And then, like a phoenix, I rise from the ashes uh, oh. and live twice. Oh shit! You get another slice. I get another slice. Hell yeah! I got too small of a slice this time. <laughs> I gotta get a bigger slice. Okay. Uh, for me. Yeah, shorts and t-shirt, fuck. The year is 2019. It's my birthday. I'm turning 34 years old. Hello. How do you think I'm celebrating? June 25th, 2019. I bet you are 2019, so that's pandemic. No, No, pre-pandemic. Pre-pandemic. So you are kissing everyone on the mouth. Everyone in your locality. Everyone who comes near you gets a kiss. I did do that later, but what I did earlier in the day... (laughs) Was I kissed my friend Hal Lublin on the mouth. Hal Lublin. That's right. Hal Lublin of Good Morning Night Vale was our guest on our June 25th, 2019 episode for Pinch Me. Oh. Right? Released on my birthday, just like I knew it would be. Just like I wanted it to be. My birthday present to myself. I was thinking back to those days today. I was thinking, man, to be 34 again. To be, to have Pinch Me and and all the rest of, uh, well, actually, I think we were starting to Starting to go because that was maroon, right? Fucking, I was all in on Brandon Good Ladies. I know, but we were starting to like, we were starting the the descent, the slow descent. Yeah, well, everything to everyone. Secure your secure your carry ons and sure, yeah. You know, turn off your portable devices. Um, but uh, this is my review for that song, except I put sunglasses and a hat on whatever i was wearing before sunglasses a hat and a light jacket over whatever outfit listeners you can go back and tell me what outfit i was wearing for pinch me but it's that plus i would say 35 percent more clothing just like a little more it's it's that except it's my fucking whatever i did for good life plus 
55% more clothing. <laughs> just another, like, uh, I got to put on an extra pair of shoes over my shoes. Do you have any spats? I need some spats. <laughs> I'd really like a pair of spats right now and a vest, a heavy vest. What, those, what are those, like, things that hold up your socks? Sock garters. Sock sure. Gar- I don't know if they have a name, do they? Uh-huh. Okay. I don't know. Anyway, that's it. Can I throw on a kilt? Why not? Why not? We'll be right back with more It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Hey, Saker. Oh, uh, oh no, I forgot. <laughs> what do you think Cinnamon X would taste like? <laughs> you fucker. Hmm. I feel like it would taste like, I mean, like Cinnamon Pop Rocks is okay. my thought. Okay. But something you can't quite place. And also, it lets the government track you. Okay. <laughs> when you eat it, it puts nanomachines <laughs> in your bloodstreams yep. yep, yep, that make yep. you imminently trackable. Yep. See, for me, Cinnamon X <laughs> is like Cinnamon oh, Cross. Triple X. And then you put something afterwards, right? So like, oh. it kind of tastes like that Heinz ketchup back in the day that was like pizza-flavored ketchup. Or like, do you not remember what I'm talking about? Or no, it was ranch. Was pizza flavored ranch? And, oh no, uh, I don't like that. You don't remember these? I don't remember those. Taco flavored ranch. Nor do I like it. Oh, I, I'm glad that I don't remember it and don't like that it. That was what got me to eat salad back in the day. Oh, was the like month, month and a half where they had the pizza flavored salad dressing. Fucking Midwesterners. Oh, 100 percent. Salad's more like a soup. You just <laughs> yes. like sli- you just put some oh. sprinkle some vegetables over a bowl of ranch. Yeah, I mean, there was, I put so much ranch on that shit. But my parents were delighted that I was eating salad. So what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Melt some cheese over it. Yeah. Hey, that's a So cinnamon X salad dressing. Like we salad dressings are mostly savory, but you get you occasionally get a sweeter one, yeah. right? You get like a like a very raspberry vinaigrette or yeah. something. Well, this would be cinnamon X would be like cinnamon X apples, and it would taste like apples. Is cinnamon oh, that's that perfect? Like, or cinnamon X tangerines, and then you have a little tangerine or. Cinnamon X guitar strings, guitar strings, or sewer meat, or like whatever you wanted to put in there, right? So could you? Is it like a um, what are those soda freestyles where you can Coca-Cola like, free? That's exactly what it so is. So you go to like the spice rack and you're like, I'd like cinnamon X tuna. <laughs> yes, and they have all of the flavors. all the flavors and they grind them up. That's really they good. grind them up on site. I do want. What if we were like a roving spice, like, you know how you're like food truck? What about a spice truck? And they just come around. What about it? All the adults come running out and they're like, oh, I want my best spoke artisanal spices. Uh And they grind them right there for you. I think They smoke them. They grind them. It should play a different song. Should play like what song? What song would bring me? Because like the pop goes the weasel's a kid song. Uh, it'll go. It'd have to be a Spice Girl song. I mean, if you're going for on the nose dumbass irony, then I don't know. Anyway, do you know what's the spiciest thing of all? Uh, I'm gonna say the. Trinidad Scorpion. Oh no, the Carolina Reaper, right? The uh, Carolina Reaper is the spicy. The Carolina thing. Reaper is pretty spicy. No, it's the Naga Viper Pepper, isn't it? Some kid just died after doing the new one chip challenge using the Naga Viper. Yeah, I heard pepper. that. I heard that that some kid died, and they, they they pulled all the stuff from the yeah, um, which they probably should. Have. You know, I mean, but they put a warning label on it, right? I guess so, but that still they, doesn't. Like, it's they, not good they PR. They didn't pull tie pod, Tide pods from the fucking. Well, those were being used incorrectly. 
So those, these yeah. are being used correctly. That's fair. And that's, people but they are say dying like they say like you you shouldn't. I think they're like not for under thirteen. I think on the packaging. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, but I don't know. Ignoring. The, I'm not saying the kid deserved to die. Oh. I'm just not saying. Oh, that. interesting. This little victim I'm not, blaming. I'm not saying that. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, um, he made a foolish choice, and that's what kids do. Jesus. Know? Did Christ. he deserve to die from it? No, absolutely okay. not. All right. Should they pull the chips? I don't know. Maybe. Well, all the chips are on the table in this week's episode of Cape Chronicles. That's right, Family Part 2. Fenrir, after completing the task given to him by Eclipse and rescuing Freya and Max, must now grapple with the discoveries made from the stolen information. How will Fenrir react? Find out in this episode of Cape Chronicles. How do you think he'll react? Fenrir, I think he'll be, like, lightly scared. How do you think? I'm Oh, no! Does he, like, talk like that? Oh, no. No, he's got, like, a Mr. Bean <laughs> sort of... Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fenrir. Uh, do you want to hear how Fenrir talks? I feel a little bit weird <laughs> in my stomach. Let's hear how Fenrir talks. You could just drop a little bit in. No. Is that what Fenrir sounds like? I don't know. Hi. <laughs> I'm Fenrir, god of the ancients. They were coming to get me. I can't Clearly do it. Clearly coming to get you. They were coming to get me. They were coming to get me. Well, there we I hope, go. I hope, hope you have a good crepe. Hope we stay on this <laughs> network. Glad no one listens to this. the time in the show where we spin this big ass wheel and figure out what we feel with the big ass wheel <gasps> peterborough and, and the kawarthas you and the narrator of this song are going on vacation where do you go what do you do i mean i feel like it's just a fucking um it's like a road trip where you visit like i think we've literally done this answer before for good life okay it's like, a, it's like a road trip where you visit like the you know it's like you're going on a relationship with your partner or going on a, a date with your partner, uh-huh. like a vacation with your partner. And you're going back to like, oh, this is where we first met. This is our first kiss. Sure. This is a, like that. So I think you're just going to like the biggest hits of your friendship. Okay. So like we're going with Ed. So we're going to like fucking the lake where the frozen lake where he proposed to Natalie Heber. We're going to like Ed, Greater Edmonton Children's Puppet Theater. We're okay. going to you know, the, the CN Tower. We're going to. Whose is the CN Tower? I don't know. They sing about it. They, the. Uh, I read an interview with them about this album, and they're like, "Yeah, we're we call out Toronto a couple times." I think oh, there's a song about the CN Tower. Oh, okay. Oh, is that what uh, "See the Tower" is about? I think so. I would assume so. Yeah. And like, so it's a it's a you know it's kind of like a quiet little trip where you guys go back, and it's like it's very personal, very uh, so yeah. Maybe you stop off at Vegas for that uh, X-rated Cirque show, and then you're on <laughs> you're on sure. the road. Sure, sure, sure. What do you think? Um, man, I don't know. Love and see, but love and life strikes okay, me. Yeah, you're, they're going to like fucking uh, not Fire Island. Where's that? Where's that place? Club Med, where like the old yes, people go to get. That's fucked. exactly. Yes, yeah. I think they're going to an old person sex club. Yeah. I think. I mean, they have too much money and problems. Jesus, you could fucking as like a a thirty year old, you should go to Club Med, get fucked, man. Get fucked by a bunch of sixty year olds. Yeah, I guess so. You'd be fucking king of the castle. You would there. be a god in Club Med. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I mean, like you're a. I mean, I'm a, what, a Midwestern six, I'd say, but a club, I'm a club bed nine. Oh, God. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. Well, then, yeah, you could bag all the... You could bag everything and anything. Sure, 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 sure. Um, You think you're a Midwest six? I think so. Jesus Christ. What? What do you, you think? I... Severely underrate your... You're a... You're a... You're a ten. <laughs> <laughs> 
you're just I don't know you you got that smile. I mean, you spy me across the flea market. You go hmm. I don't turn heads, but you know I get a nod now and again. That's sure. a six. The Midwest six. When's the last time you've been hit on? <sighs> Relatively recently, I think. The thing is, like, I never know that someone's hitting on me uh, until my partner tells me. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Because okay. he'll be like, "You're the girl was fucking into you," and I'm like, "I don't know. We're just having a good conversation." <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. I don't think about people like that. Yeah, I I think they go to the club. Thing. They go to Club Med. You don't think of people as as S- sex objects. Okay. Um, I think they go to Club Med or they go on like just the fucking uh, uh, the most basic too much money like a cruise or something. Yeah, you know what like I mean? A, like, like, a, uh, like a Norwegian n- cruise. Nothing inventive and nothing that's that they've done themselves. It was done for them. It was, you know, it's not even a cruise to like somewhere like it's not even a cruise to like Alaska or something. It's like a cruise down the California coast or exactly. something like that. Like Napa wine country. Yep, that's exactly a river is. cruise. Yes. It's a, yes. It's the jungle cruise in Disney. It's that's... The, uh, oh, it's like, no, it's not even fucking California. It's like down the Mississippi or something. And they stop at like okay. Nashville. And yeah. Is it Elvis's mausoleum or yep, some shit? I don't know. This is Go to me. the grand old Opry. Yep. 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 Visit Dolly Oh, it's Parton. not even a, it's a bus tour. You think so? Yeah. But th- I th- that feels too low class for me. Because so much of the song is like, mm. I do have money. Okay, okay. So yeah, it's a bus tour, but they bought every okay. seat on the bus. <laughs> it's just you and them on the bus. But you know what? Like, I'm shitting on bus tours, but I think that would be a lot of fun to do. Yeah. Just to like have a like... A charter? A charter tour where you're like you and like six or seven friends sure. all buy seats, drunk the whole time. You don't have to drive anywhere. Everything yeah. is planned for. I mean, it doesn't sound bad to me. As long as, the, like, great. as long as the place is interesting. Yeah. Like you get ferried from place to place. Everybody, I mean, the only problem would be, it'd be like you are like the drunken kids and there's like 30 old women there who hate you. Oh, okay. So you're not buying the whole bus out. No, I can't afford that. Okay, got I'm it. I'm not got a it, millionaire. I'm not an Ed Robertson. Quadruple platinum sure. fucking okay. record artist. Got you, got you. Okay. Yeah, great I'm ideas. Near 10,000 there. And that's dubious. <laughs> After I fixed that hail damage on my roof, oh, buddy. You, that wasn't covered by your insurance. I mean, it was, but I still had to pay a thousand or so. Oh, my friend. What? I'm so sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> Now's the time in the show when we take an email from our friends, our fans, our sexy little sluts. Okay, guy. You suggested that one to me. When? <laughs> Last night at the wedding. I don't think that we I were suggested at. it to you. I think I said it. <laughs> I assumed that was a suggestion. <laughs> Now we're going to answer an email uh, from our friends and our fans. Uh, if you want to email us, you can email us. It's all been done podcast at gmail.com. You can and you will and you do. This is an email from our friend Thomas Bird. Hey, Thomas Bird. The bird is back, baby. Bird is the word. This email is called In Flight with Bare Naked Airlines. Hi, Thomas. Hi. The Bare Naked Ladies are running a commercial passenger airline. What jobs do each of the ladies do within the airline business, and how do they each fuck it up? I hope you're both loving life with going back to more frequent episodes and aren't feeling too old for this shit. You can always always bash out all the episodes in one night. Ah! Other in-flight track list puns available upon request. Thomas Bird. Sent from Outlook for iOS. Thank you, Thomas Thank Bird. you, Outlook for iOS, for facilitating Thomas Bird's <laughs> wonderful email. Do we ever get an email back from that uh, guy who no, tried to... No, we didn't. We haven't gotten any emails back from the people who we solicited. So how do, what jobs do each of the ladies do within the airline business, and how do they each fuck it up? I don't think I know enough about the airline business. Well, I mean... Here are the options. Captain, co-pilot, 
stewardess. I think it's like steward or airline airline server. Yes. You know, whatever. Um, there's like baggage claim. Baggage claim. There's mechanic. Like ch- mechanic check in. The check people who check in. you in. The people in the tower. Yeah. The okay. Air, air okay. traffic controller. Air traffic controller. All right. We can do this. All right. So let's start with Ed. Captain. He's the captain. He's the captain. He's got to he be the captain. Ed, he's the only one who is a licensed pilot. He's a captain. But he, you're right. I forgot about that part. I do think that he's so confident in his skills that he is slightly drunk the whole time, right? Not drunk, drunk, tipsy. I also right? think he's Gavin. He's like one of those captains that's chatty, so he's always getting on the mic. And like, he thinks he's a comedian. Yeah, yeah 100%. He's like, he's like riffing with his co-pilot. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. There's a little bit of turbulence, and he's like, sorry, folks, I had Mexican for lunch or some <laughs> shit. Yeah, that's exactly what's happening. Okay. Uh, now, how's he fuck it up? Uh, he says some, like, problematic stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of complaints filed against yeah, him. Yeah, he says, I had Mexican for lunch. <laughs> and they're like, I don't think you can do that. Ed. He comes out in, like, a hat and a, a sombrero, sombrero and a little like mustache. A show fucking drunk frat boys on Cinco de Mayo <laughs> I do love that oh um, Serape Ty Ty seems like mm, I want to say mechanic yeah he strikes like, me he's like behind the scenes working hard without sure. him everything falls apart sure right he's he's got the beat he's the drummer he's the drummer yeah okay so like he's he's keeping everything together okay I could see that or he's trying so how does he fuck it up he soups it up he like uh, oh, he puts a little too much. He puts a little too much torque on the engine. Clocks <laughs> the <laughs> fucking. Okay. He's like, I can make this better. <laughs> All right, Ed, you're gonna make the flight today in 50 minutes, not four <laughs> ah, hours. He keeps like fine tuning everything. <laughs> sure, and, and it's he just turns, a- he turns into a muscle plane. Oh yeah, I like it. He paints flames on the like side. The engine is on the outside. Oh, that's very good. Yeah, he adds a horn to the plane that when you push it plays La Cucaracha, which is part of the reason that Ed gets in trouble. Sure, I love that. Okay, sure. Um, how about Kevbo? Kev seems like he's, I want to say customer facing, but I don't think he, because oh, he's like the sure. most personable BNL boy. Like he's sure. friendly. Oh, I could see him getting yelled at by a Karen, him being like, let me see if I can replane you and let me yeah. see if I can, let's figure this out. It's yeah. okay. I sort think, of calming presence. Yeah, yeah he's a, uh, he's just kind of mellow. Like, uh, if you think it's hard to, to for this layover, you should try surviving cancer. <laughs> oh, okay. He makes people feel like shit about themselves. Yeah, That's part like, of his. He like uh, he like I could see like those backhanded. He's like gets gets those backhanded digs in. But also, I feel like how he fucks it up is he spends way too much time with everybody. Okay. So like a line, but he like wants he's like one of those a like very personable. Yeah, he's like you know just locks in on the person, solves. He's uh, listen. We're not gonna. You're not gonna see the last of me till we solve this problem. Sure, exactly. Yeah, we're gonna get you replaned. Yes. And we're gonna get you home to yeah. see your cat. Right, and and while he's doing that, like ten other planes have come and gone, yeah. and they haven't boarded. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, he's just too caring. That leaves us with Jimbo, air traffic controller. I feel like he's got yeah. the he's got the technical know-how. He's got the you know awareness to like get all those planes in motion. And I think how he fucks it up is he gets too. He get, he's too baroque. Sure, he's got planes looping. He's got planes going up. Down. Oh, sure. He's got turning around. Sure, like, he's playing jazz with these planes because that's, right. that's what he does best. A little and bit like, improv. He's like, they're like, Jim, the flights are taking like an extra hour longer. And he's like, yeah, but look at this. Yeah, and then he like points at the board, lights up, and it's like a perfect map of Paris or something. Yeah. Paris yeah. subway. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> I did it. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's perfect for Jim. Well. Hope we answered your question, Thomas. I really do. Many happy returns. Yeah. Enjoy. I hope you're loving life. Do you think that Thomas Bird, the fact that this is in flight, he's like <gasps> super excited about I it? I bet. Yeah. Like, yeah. If, if they'd written an album about like Alexander the Great or something, you'd be really into it. Why? 
<laughs> if they'd written an album about boop, <laughs> you would be really into it, wouldn't you? <laughs> well, that's another episode of... That's it. We're back, baby. We're back, babies. We're back, back, baby. Yeah. Um, What are you... Uh, what? To, oh, Jesus Christ. It's November... The first Tuesday of November. First Tuesday of November. Remember, what do you remember, got going Tuesday on? of November. Yes. The gunpowder plot is here. Uh-huh. I remember, I sh- remember, everything's dismembered and Ross Perot is queer. Oh, wow. He came out. Good for him. Post-mortem. <laughs> <Post-mortem>. <laughs> It's like, that, like that satanic temple ritual where they did to turn the pastor of that horrible Baptist church's mom gay. Like, what? Because remember that that Baptist church will do like the, there's like that fucking Westboro Baptist church oh, yeah. that will do those like um fucking rituals and like forcibly you know cast someone. To, I don't know what they do, but it's like you, you do something post mortem and like the intent is like you save their soul or something. But uh-huh. it's people who don't you know they're dead. But then so they did a the, the satanic temple did a uh, ritual over the mom's the pastor's mom's grave to turn her post- yeah. posthumously gay. Oh hell yeah! Is there a ritual that can turn you gay? <sighs> Brother. You would have done it a long time ago. Make my life a hell of a lot easier. <laughs> um, what are you doing? What do you have to promote? Well, I will have Dickless Children is out. <gasps> That's right. Uh, also, Soul of Iana Zones, my okay. second novel in the Iana Zones. Hell yeah. Uh, duology. There's only yeah. two. And by this time, Ghostbusters Middle Age Life is oh. out or. Okay. All right. My, my uh, Ghostbusters tie-in novel. Okay. Where they're all like, it's like Ghostbusters Afterlife, but like it happened. It's about that portion where they all just sort of disassemble and fall okay. apart. And oh they, yeah. And Ray ends up working at a like fucking, I don't know. It was like a Radio Shack or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That checks out. And then That's everyone else is dead, I guess. Okay. Cool. And Venkman's still a fucking dick. Um. Great. Very like, good. Like Venkman falls down like this like right wing rabbit hole because he was always yeah, always was, very uh, libertarian. Yeah. Like he was yeah. like. All right, EPA, get the fuck out of my house yeah. <laughs> by this like unlicensed nuclear reactor that I'm running. You say please. All right, fine, please. Fuck you. <laughs> like he was all he was he already was primed for that. Yeah. And like the social media has just Venkman's just a fucking monster. Okay, I like this. I like this. Um, I uh, have a show coming up Ooh. on November 25th, maybe mm-hmm. at Space Bar in Columbus. So uh, mm. I don't know who the other acts are yet. I'm putting it together. So. Ooh. I will hopefully update you in future weeks about who's going to be there. But hey, if you're in Columbus, come on down. You'll up- update us on uh, next episode. Nope. Certainly <laughs> won't do that. <laughs> All right, buddy. Yeah. What do you got? Anything else? No, I'm just happy to be back. And uh... Well, then, I'm Saker. I'm Evan. And we'll see you again, again in one week. week. We did it. <laughs> <laughs>